Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. As I'm speaking, the sun is already setting and this time of year is always so challenging because it just gets dark by five every night. And I know with a lot of my clients right now, that's a really tough thing because a lot of when the binging happens is at nighttime when it's dark. Can you relate? So today I'm just going to share a little bit about how I go about fall and winter and some tips to get you through these dark and cold nights. And one thing that I've always thought, and this is just my own personal theory, is as it gets cold and dark, we actually probably like storing more weight. Now bear with me. I think as animals, having more fat keeps us warm. That's just a known thing. And so when it comes to fall and winter, honestly, we have cravings for heavier foods because I think the body is trying to cushion us for the cold. And so in a way, I am actually mostly okay with weight fluctuations between summer and fall slash winter. I remember my mom had said this when I was little. She had mentioned how her weight fluctuated 10 plus pounds every change in season from hot to cold. And that stuck with me for the longest time because it normalized weight fluctuation over the seasons. Because I think it's actually a little bit strange to be able to maintain your weight entirely through the entire year. That to me, and that's my own personal opinion, it makes less sense than having these weight fluctuations based on the, the seasons. And so because that thought stuck with me, I am perfectly fine eating heavier foods and wearing my cozy clothes and gaining a few pounds over the fall slash winter. But I also know that sometimes this feels like a slippery time of the year where it's cold. So we want heavier foods. And then we have the holidays, which there's more moments to celebrate with food. And then it just feels like it doesn't end and the kitchen is always fully stocked with pumpkin spice this and pumpkin spice that and treats and chocolates and cakes and the list just goes on. I remember feeling overwhelmed every single year because there was just so much food in the house. And now that I'm an adult, of course, I have control over my groceries and what's in the house, but I'm starting to play around with my food more and more as each year goes on. And what I mean by that is I used to be very restrictive, as you all know, and then I binged for a long time. And then now on this end, I am still very exploratory in my food. And so last year during COVID, I had a sourdough phase. So I was making my own starter and baking bread. Mind you, my first sourdough loaf there was not enough yeast and bacteria in my starter, so it was as dense as a brick. Like, it literally, you could throw it and probably knock someone out. It was pretty much inedible, which was unfortunate. But during that phase, I was getting really open to the idea of having bread on a regular basis, something for many years I didn't allow myself to do. And so fast forward to this year, one year later, I, I'm having gluten most days of the week. 
and not giving it a second thought. And that really started last year during my sourdough phase. So in that case, on a personal level, it was exposure training for me and I'm feeling so much better for it. And this year, my new baking adventure is pumpkin pie. I mean, I've been watching too much Great British Bake Off and you might be able to relate. I love that show. I have watched every single season. I cannot get enough. Every time they make something new with a new technique, in my mind, I think, oh, what does that taste like? What would be the texture I've never had? And so this year I thought, okay, I feel like I've learned so much from Great British Bake Off. I'm ready to make biscuits. I'm ready to make pie. I'm ready to really embrace sweet treats and baking because this is something I never really did. I never baked because I never trusted myself with baked goods. But I thought I teach this every single day. I teach exposure. I teach trying to feel safe with food as we go, right, during the intuitive eating journey. So for me this week, I picked pumpkin pie. Amazing. I baked my own. And oh my gosh, I didn't even do anything fancy. I just whisked the pumpkin with the egg and the pumpkin spice and the things. And it was so moose-like and smooth. I have never been more proud in my life. And it's just sitting in the fridge, you know, chilling, hanging out. And I still have a few pieces left. And I am just feeling so free. I think when I was a kid, if I go back to high school and pumpkin pie used to be my favorite pie during this time of year, my mom would bring home pumpkin pie and I would eat a slice and I would think, oh my God, this is so good. And then I would just continue to think about it. Like I couldn't shake the thought of pumpkin pie out of my brain. And so I just, even though I was sitting in the fridge, I would just want it and want it. After even one piece, I would continue to want it. I think the difference now, last night when I tried my pumpkin pie was I really did enjoy every bite and I really did savor it. And because it was so rich, I really tapped into, okay, what are the physical sensations I'm feeling? I'm feeling that it's pretty rich. The crust is very buttery, very just rich in general. I think my body is ready to just pause versus I think as a kid, it's a special time because just our awareness is very low. So I probably didn't know I was feeling sick. I just liked the flavor, but now I can enjoy the flavor and kind of check in with my body to see where it's at. And that wisdom has really brought me very far. And I think it has brought you all very far if you've been listening to it. And so again, not bothered by the pumpkin pie in the fridge. My next phase is ice cream. And ice cream is something that's very charged for a lot of people. To this day, I haven't had a pint of ice cream sitting in the freezer It's been a few years and I tell this to my patients all the time and I think I'm going to start trying this too where I'm going to buy a pint of ice cream and just choose one flavor and my favorite is coffee. I'm going to choose one flavor of ice cream, one brand, and I'm just going to polish off the pint every day. (laughs) That sounds weird. I'm going to have a little bit each day and every week I might just buy a new pint of maybe same flavor, different brand, until I really feel fully okay with coffee ice cream. And then I can move on to my second favorite ice cream flavor, which is, I think it's a matcha. It's either matcha or mint chip. I can't decide. 
But as I feel more comfortable with each flavor, I'm really confident that by next year, ice cream's not going to phase me either. All that to say is I've been really tinkering around in the kitchen, whether it be sourdough, whether it be pie, whether it be now ice cream. I've been getting more comfortable and this is the perfect time to do it. I know that it feels really scary to to be introducing these foods. Imagine not having your favorite treat for the entire year and the holiday season is the only time you have it. I have a feeling that it's going to be a lot more difficult to handle those holiday situations than if you had moments of exposure training before the holiday started. I mean, that's what I did with sourdough. I'm sure once I get into holiday parties, bread and gluten is not going to phase me. Fantastic. I'm sure that after my, my next few weeks of baking pumpkin pie, once I roll into Thanksgiving dinner, I won't be as excited about it. So I can probably eat it very much in moderation, not phased, and so on and so forth. So I know I started this podcast episode with, man, it's getting dark really early and there is just so much time in the evening and it's easy to overeat. But I think in my case this year, I've been really busy enjoying baking and cooking and having it around and not overdoing it. So I guess the the takeaway here is I found something that I really like doing to keep me busy at night. And although it is food related, I'm really stimulated and fulfilled, kind of scurrying around in the kitchen. I've been making a million grocery lists to find these very random ingredients in different grocery stores. And it's been keeping me really happy. And because I'm so satisfied making my own food, I'm not necessarily overeating. I'm just enjoying myself and occupying my time. So in your case, when you have so much time at night, What do you like to do that keeps you busy and occupied and feeling cozy and fulfilled? Because it is cold, I really do think it's warranted that you are craving heavier foods. So I promise it's much more miserable to try and eat salads or stay lean during the winter than just giving your body heavier foods. I've definitely had a a winter back in the Bay where I only ate salad for lunches and I was so miserable and cold. It wasn't satisfying and I was just trying to maintain my low body weight. But that winter was one of the most memorable winters because it was so miserable. And I encourage you to find one active activity in the evenings to do consistently that keeps you occupied. But if you do find yourself binging, I encourage you to go over to my website to take my quiz. What kind of binge eater are you? I think it might be really insightful to know what may be triggering the overeating slash binging. You can find it on my Instagram link as well. And I would love to know what you end up being. There is one archetype that's called a bird with no chill where perhaps a lot of anxiety and stress triggers the binging. Another archetype is the elephant with all the feels, and that one is more geared towards people who are more emotionally charged around food. There's a few more archetypes in there, and I think you probably know yourself best, but I give you a few tips at the end of the quiz based on what your archetype is to help you have a better sense of what to do next. 
So this was more of an impromptu podcast. I just noticed that it's getting so dark outside and this is a historically challenging time of year for people. So know that I'm right there with you. This is also my most challenging time of the year. And I've been trying to really keep myself busy and have fun with food. And I hope you do the same. And don't be so hard on yourself. If your body changes, that's what cozy clothes are for. They're not to highlight everything. They're just to keep you warm. And your body fat will also keep you warm. Don't worry about it. So until next time, I will see you next week.